Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Burke Allen Show on the Blog Talk Radio Network. You can be a part of the program, if you'd like, by calling in at 646-668-2634. 646-668-2634 is the number, wherever you are in these vast United States. And we've got uh, two for the Price of One guest today. We're talking about uh, a book that has touched millions of people around the world since it was released. and uh, at some point, books transcend the folks that, that write them. The author is Homer Hickam. The book is Rocket Boys. It became the best uh, seller for many weeks on the New York Times list, many other lists, and eventually it was made into a major motion picture called October Sky. And joining us first on the line is one of the stars of that movie, October Sky, actor Chad Lindbergh. He's one of the most prolific actors in uh, Hollywood, both in movies and television. And, Chad, thank you so much for being a part of the program today. Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You, um, <laughs> very early in your career, did this movie, October Sky. And, you know, as, as an actor who received a lead role in, in that movie adaption of, of Rocket Boys, so early in your career, you were just a kid then. Chad, did you have any idea that you would be a part of something with staying power? like this this book and this movie i mean the movie has had incredible legs the thing is still on tv all the time yeah it's pretty incredible i was 21 years old i had just turned 21 before i went out to uh tennessee to film the movie and i mean we had the most amazing time filming it again i was 21 years old i had a lead part in a major motion picture and it was an adaption from a, a book and uh I mean, obviously, you know, when you're filming something, you have no idea what it's going to become. And it became, I mean, October Sky became a phenomenon. You know, it it, it, it touched so many families across the world. I, I, I can't tell you how many comments. I still get to this day about October Sky and how much people love the movie. And, you know, it's, it's shown in science classes, like, all over the world, which is incredible. So it, it's really amazing. And by the way, Chad Lindbergh, along with Homer Hickam and the original Rocket Boys, are all coming back to southern West Virginia for the Rocket Boys Festival. And the big day of the festival is October 1st, uh, 2016. And, and if uh, you can make it to Beckley, West Virginia, lots of fun things happening. Rocket launches and tours of a real coal mine. And, uh, you'll have an opportunity to, to be part of an acting workshop with Chad and a writer's workshop with Homer. Lots of fun things happening and all the details are at rocketboysfestival.com. That's rocketboysfestival.com. So, Chad, when when you were doing this movie as a young person, it was one of your first, I believe, on your resume. You'd done a few things before that, but did you uh, did you have any idea that it would would have this kind of shelf life, or was it sort of at that time it was just another movie, and you were excited to be there because it was a big one early in your career? Um. 
yeah, you never know what something is going to become. I mean, it's it's kind of like what you least expect becomes <laughs> huge. And, and, I mean, again, it was 21. You know, I had done, like, a few TV roles before that. But this was a major deal for me. I mean, you know, getting to do the screen test and then go through the whole process and then booking this huge movie and um, getting to go for three months and, and have this incredible time. And get to meet all of the Rocket Boys um, and Homer, and um, I, you know, it's it's a much more special thing when when it's a personal story, when it's a, a story that's real. You feel an obligation, you know, you feel a, a sense of uh, responsibility to to telling that story properly. And I, you know, it, because it's had such an amazing shelf life, it's kind of a testament to just how amazing that movie is, and 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 the story, and and everything about it. And, and you said, you know, the, uh, Homer was actually on, on set as a consultant for the film, and, and you had an opportunity to meet uh, the real Odell who you played in the movie. Um, but, but before that, talk to me a little bit about the preparation. I've talked to other actors who did this movie in particular, for the great director Joe Johnston, who's done, you know, everything from yeah. Captain America to one of the Jurassic Park movies. And it was a, a whole different kind of way, I think, that, that he sort of set it all up in that. Uh, the other actor said he didn't give you a whole lot of direction going in. It was, it was sort of up to each actor to find their way into the into the character. Was that your experience as well in playing Odell? Yeah, I yeah I I think once they got the four of us together, once they got the four guys together, everything just sort of came out. You know, everybody kind of fit the personalities somewhat of of, of the people that we're playing. And once, I mean, it was just kind of a no-brainer. Once we all got together, we felt like a, a unit. And then you have Joe Johnston, who's an amazing director. And, and it, never, it never felt like a job, you know. It was just he, he, he created an element of fun. And we got to, like, light off rockets. And, and like, I mean, and, and it was a period movie. We got to, you know, wear these period clothes and drive cars. And, I mean, when you're in that world, uh, it's just, you know, it's really cool, and and the fact that it's just gone on, I don't know how many years later, it's it's, it's mind blowing. Chad Lindbergh is one of our guests today as we talk about the Rocket Boys Festival, which is Saturday, October first, in Beckley, West Virginia. Your opportunity to meet Homer Hickam, the other Rocket Boys. Chad Lindbergh will be there as the special Hollywood celebrity guest this year, and uh, you'll also have a chance to set off rockets and and uh, hang out with these guys, enjoy an acting workshop with Chad and a writer's workshop with Homer. Lots of fun things to do. You can find out more at rocketboysfestival.com. And and let's talk to the guy who's behind the source material, Homer Hickam. So, Homer, millions, millions of books have been written down through the years. Very few of those books, though, seem to touch people in such a profound way as your book, Rocket Boys. You know, people from all over the world and all walks of life. Do you, as the author, have a sense as to why that book rocket boys connected on such a massive scale. Yeah. Hey Burke. And, um, uh, uh, before I answer, uh, let me just say it's great to hear Chad's voice again. And I'm really looking forward <laughs> to, to seeing him, um, uh, there in West Virginia. And, uh, that should be Thank a whole you, lot of fun. Yeah, we'll make it, we'll make it fun, Chad. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful I'm looking place. forward to seeing you again, my friend. Yeah, it'll be terrific. Um, why rocket boys, 
touched so many people. I, you know, I sometimes I think that the author is maybe the last person to know. And I, in a lot of ways, this story transcends its author. Um, I set out to to write a memoir about life in the coal fields uh, in, in this little mining town. That was really my reason to, uh, to 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 write it. And as I got into it. I realized that um, one of the best ways to kind of tell everything about that town and about my parents and uh, my friends and so on was to wrap it around this story about the Rocket Boys, about building these rockets and uh, the controversy that that caused. And um, so after a few false starts, uh, that's what I got into. And, and I realized that it, that it, it was working. And, you know, a writer can kind of feel sometimes when – when something is really working and the story just kind of flowed out of me, it, it surprised me. And the other thing that surprised me was that for always, no matter what I wrote in rocket boys, even when he was not on the scene lurking in the background was my dad. And um, that really this story was a, was going to be a story about a father uh, and his son who didn't, really understand one another they one was inhabiting a world that was dying and the other one saw the world in the future as he wanted it to be and 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 so i think that that thread is probably the strongest in the book it is a great father-son story uh rocket boys which has gone on to to be this this timeless classic i understand now it is the most read book uh, in in English classes in, in schools across the United States, which is pretty amazing when you you think about To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm sure that the late Harper Lee was probably none too happy with that, Homer. Well, <laughs> uh, Harper Lee uh, told me one time, you know, Homer, you've written a classic, and your readers will never forgive you for it. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't understand at first what she was talking about, but later I did. I mean, people they come, they see me and uh, in airports or out in the street, and they rush up to me and say, "Oh, oh, Mr. Hickam, I just love your book." And you know, I've written seventeen of them, but I know precisely which one they're talking about. And you know, that's okay. Sure. <laughs> Most authors don't get an opportunity to. Uh, to write a book like I, I managed to do somehow. Homer Hickam is our guest along with Chad Lindbergh. We're talking about the phenomena of the book Rocket Boys that has uh, brought thousands upon thousands of people together the first weekend in October back to southern West Virginia every year for the Rocket Boys Festival. And it's a, a big community fundraiser uh, back in that area that, that needs it so very badly. And Homer has been very generous for many years to come back uh, of his own volition, as have all the Rocket Boys, to participate in this to try to give something back to the community. It's held in Beckley, West Virginia, on the site of the Beckley Exhibition Coal Mine, which is a very faithful recreation of a 50s, 1950s uh, coal mining community, much like Coalwood was depicted in Rocket Boys. Um, Homer, you were on the set as a consultant to the the movie adaptation of, of your book, and uh, I have to ask you, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit since you and Chad haven't talked in quite some time. What are your recollections of a 21-year-old Chad Lindbergh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember mostly his mom, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What a beautiful, beautiful woman uh, uh, she was on set, and it was great to meet uh, meet her and 
And uh, no, I mean, um, all the boys um, were really devoted to this story. It, it just, uh, as, as I heard Chad say, they they came, they kind of coalesced and uh, came together. And uh, you know, they 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 were strangers when they when they met, and uh, all of a sudden they were forced into this extreme situation, and they had to. Um, had to survive as best they could. And so they created these, what I hope turned out to be lifelong uh, friendships. But uh, Chad um, was obviously uh, very dedicated to his craft. Um, he, I, I saw him out, you know, playing hacky sack from time to time, and I'm sure he was just trying to clear his mind. <laughs> and then, and then he, he would come in and just nail it. I don't recall ever that Chad Lindbergh flubbed the line uh, in that movie. Thank you. <laughs> Not one. Wow. No, no. One take, one take, Chad. There you go. <laughs> and, yeah, we and, had a good time. Uh, you know, we had a really could, good time. You, you could both speak to this a little bit, but Chad had a, a unique a role, Homer, in that um, his his role as a rocket boy was uh, sort of this, this consolidation of two of your childhood friends. So, he had sort of an interesting take that the other kids didn't have. Uh, Homer, speak to me a little bit about that, and then I'd like to hear if Chad had that uh, background as well. Yeah, I mean, Chad had a had a tough part. Um, one of when I wrote the book, it was like, what am I going to do with Odell? And um, you know, how can I bring out his character and and so on? The other boys were actually uh, a, a little bit easier, and of course, one of the boys was a fellow named Sherman Sears. Uh, who did not end up in the movie, but um, had polio, and uh, of course he he was fighting this battle and, uh, and trying to be a normal boy, yet uh, had this awful limp, and uh, and and he he turned out to be a great rocket boy. But when the screenplay writers got around to writing it, uh, they decided there were too many boys, and we're going to reduce them down to six. So we ended up with a fellow named Sherman Odell. And uh, so uh, what to do with that and, and how to make that work and how to remind Chad, you should be limping, Chad, because for one thing, they never said anything in, in the screenplay that um, this fellow, uh, you know, uh, Sherman Odell had polio. There was never, there's nothing in the script. No. So it's just somebody every once in a while and saying, you, you, Chad, you, you do know you have polio, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I thought I thought that was kind of unfair. I mean, I really to this day I think that that was unfair. They should have made a little bit of something out of that. It would, but Chad uh, remembered to limp most of the time, as I as I recall. <laughs> and even though it was not explained in in the script, so he, you know, he probably had the toughest character uh, to to work with in that it that it was not. Fully evolved, I don't think, in the screenplay. And Chad, did you, were you aware that that your character was a composite of two different kids, or did you find that out after you got to the set, or or were, is this the first you're hearing about the whole thing? Oh no, I knew, I knew well ahead of time <laughs> that it was a composite of of two people that Homer knew, um, and you know we wanted to honor both, and so he kind of combined, you know, the two, and you got Sherman Odell and. and uh, from what I met, Odell was kind of a, a, a wisecracker, kind of like me, kind of seemed. And um, and and then uh, for to represent the polio, I actually put a uh, lift in my right shoe, so I would have to limp 
so I wouldn't have any choice but to limp. So that was kind of a helpful, that. you know, reminder to to limp. So that's that's yeah. what I did. I, I wore a a lift in my shoe. Yep, and you twisted wow. your foot. And um, yeah, yeah and I was, twisted my foot. It was good. And, yeah, but they but they never mentioned it in in the screenplay. I mean, yeah, it wasn't I even there. It wasn't like it ended up on the cutting room floor. It was not there. <laughs> and yeah, I, right, it wasn't know, there. And I've had a lot of people over the years ask, like, why do you have a limp? And then I would go and say, (laughs) well, you know, tell the story. (laughs) Well, uh, you were a good good, uh, man for for not raising that uh, with Joe or any of the rest of them. Um, I did. I only got kicked off set once during that. (laughs) But it wasn't because... It wasn't because I was taking it for Chad. It was I was hanging out with uh, Laura Dern too much. So otherwise, all all good. <laughs> we can't blame you for that, Homer. You can't blame me for that. Well, uh, if, she if wanted you'd like her to Ms. meet Riley Chad Lindbergh and Homer Hickam, then you'll have an opportunity to do that and, and hear these stories in person at the Rocket Boys Festival. Um, the website for all the details is Rocket Boys Festival. Dot com and the big day is Saturday, October 1st. There is a, a film festival each night leading up to that at a, a great little theater in downtown Beckley with rocket launches, actors' workshops, writers' workshops, and just a chance to, to see this incredible locale right as the leaves start to change there in southern West Virginia. It's always a great time uh, for folks of all ages, fans of the story. Um, Homer, when you wrote Rocket Boys, it was a little different in that most other sort of popular media, be it books or TV or movies, that, that depict Appalachia, uh, you know, take swipes at it. And it's, you know, the, the old hillbilly, you know, swipe, the Beverly Hillbillies, you know, for example. And, and you know, books were no different. You chose not to do that. And, and you even fought on the set, I read, of, of the movie version of, of Rocket Boys to make sure that, that the folks that you grew up with in Appalachia were – represented a little differently. Tell me why that was so important to you. Well, um, of course, growing up there and then leaving and going to the outside, I was almost assaulted with the stereotypes that that exist about where I grew up. And uh, I just thought it was so important that, I mean, I could control the book. But um, and 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 uh, I like to say I'm not a hero, but I write about heroes. And, and the, the the heroic people in the book are my parents, uh, very much including my father and the people of Colwood who uh, who who raised uh, who raised us and um, and and uh, worked very hard every day and uh, were not afraid and went into that mine and so on. The movie, however, I mean, the first screenplay I got from the from from uh, Universal Studios, I said, if they make this movie, I'm going to have to go up to West Virginia and knock on every door and apologize to everybody in the state. <laughs> and I told I told them that. Uh, there, as far as I could tell, nobody in that uh, in the movie uh, had uh, had teeth or shoes. Uh, they actually had uh, had me going to bed hungry. My father was the superintendent of a working coal mine. <laughs> I was not going to go bed to bed hungry. Uh, some kids right. did, and, and that was the Billy uh, Rose character that I brought out, and Quentin. Uh, but um, the people of Coalwood were, you know, when they found that out, they looked after them. And so I wanted to bring all this out. The stereotypes um, that uh, are still out there about uh, about where I grew up uh, just 
they just sometimes astonish me. So it's my it's my only way of fighting that uh, is to tell simply tell the truth about uh, the people uh, who raised me, and uh, they are a noble people. They're good people. They're they're smart people. Uh, these days, most coal mines are are run by computers, and coal miners have to know how to do that. And uh, so it's um, it's it's a continuing battle, and I don't know if it'll ever be won, but I'm trying to do my part. Homer Hickam is our guest, along with Chad Lindbergh. We're talking about uh, Rocket Boys, the phenomenon of that book that was made into a movie. Uh, starring Chad, uh, along with a whole bunch of other folks who have done pretty well for themselves, like Jake Gyllenhaal and Chris Cooper and Laura Dern. Uh, one of the things I think a lot of people don't realize, Chad, is that this movie, although it was set in West Virginia, was actually filmed in Tennessee outside Knoxville. Have, have you, Chad, ever been to West Virginia before, or will this trip to the Rocket Boys Festival be your first time there? No, I have a friend who lives in West Virginia. I believe it's West Virginia. So I've been through it, but this is going to be my first time really diving into it. And, uh, yeah, we filmed in Tennessee. So, you know, this is going to be an exciting moment for me just to come back and revisit this. And just this conversation alone with Homer, I'm I'm getting all emotional. and like, oh, man, it's making me remember all the amazing times and, and this amazing story that just keeps going. And when you come to West Virginia, and of course it's all uncharted territory for you, is there is there something that you're looking forward to seeing or experiencing the most as as you sort of recreate this chapter in your life that was, gosh, now almost 20 years ago? Um, yeah, just sort of, you know, of course, seeing Homer and, and the other Rocket Boys, and just being in that environment, um, seeing how this movie and how this book has affected people over the years and the love they have for it. I'm just excited to come back and, and feel the love and, and, and give back that love. Uh, the folks in West Virginia will certainly love you up. Uh, and, and folks from all over the country come all over the world to the Rocket Boys Festival. If you'd like to find out more, it's at rocketboysfestival.com. All the details right there for you and hope you can join us all. Uh, for the festival, the first weekend in October in beautiful West Virginia. Uh, Homer, you wrote the book, and you've gone on, as you said, you wrote 17 books. How surreal is it, if you can even put it into words, to see you know, your life or a portion of your life as a young man made into a movie? To, to stand on the set when you're seeing that happen, or you know, you went to, the, I think, a Cannes Film Festival and saw it there. Uh, what is that, that experience like? Can you describe that? No. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> well, yes, I, I mean, it was it. It, it, um, it just absolutely. When I was on set every day and realized that I was watching them take a little piece of my life and make it, they were going to put it on screen. It was going to go out to millions and millions of people. Uh, sometimes I just felt like my head was going to explode and that uh, maybe I was in some sort of weird dream and, or it might've been a nightmare. I wasn't exactly sure, um, but <laughs> it wasn't, you know, I, it's, we like to say, you know, authors always want to want their books to be made into movies and many are optioned, but few are made. So you have to realize that I was still putting the finishing touches on the book rocket boys while the movie was being made. So that made it even more surreal. I was telling a different story uh, than what they were th- th- what they were telling on screen, 
And so I had uh, in my head, I really had to juggle that around too. I don't know how I survived. I like to say I got a million dollars worth of psychotherapy when I wrote Rocket Boys, but I didn't know I needed. <laughs> and, and that probably was, was being accomplished on set as well. And, and you know, I've got a message here, Homer, so I've got to jump back to this. I, I think I cut you off earlier. Somebody who's listening wants to know why you were almost or why you were thrown off the set. <laughs> we want to hear that story. Well, I will tell it to you true and faithfully. Laura Dern wanted her part to be bigger. <laughs> uh, she wanted it to be bigger, and um, she she latched onto me and had me come over to her uh, her little trailer while she's getting her hair made up and all that. And we talked about Miss Riley, and um, I gave her the part of the book uh, about Miss Riley, and she read it and she went, "Oh my stars, Miss Riley is a much larger character than this, than is in this screenplay." And I went, you know what, Laura, you're right. And she <laughs> didn't say anything, and but she went straight to Joe and said, Joe, Homer says, <laughs> oh, boy. Miss Riley was a larger character than what you've got in the screenplay, and it's and and she should have more lines. And so that's why I got kicked off set. I came crawling back <laughs> a little bit later. That was it. <laughs> oh man. Homer Hickam stirs it up on the set of his own movie. Unbelievable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Chad, I want to ask you about some of the folks that you've worked with. um, Because, I mean, you have rubbed shoulders with some really big names in Hollywood and and made some really big movies, appeared on the biggest TV shows ever. So we're going to put you to the test here. I'm going to throw out some names, and I want you to give me the first word or phrase that comes to mind about your co-stars. Unfiltered. Are you ready, Chad? All right, cool. All right. From the Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Come on. Uh, um, uh, shoot. Bald? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Um, professional. Very good. Dennis Quaid from The Rookie. Fun as hell. Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai. One of the nicest, quote-unquote, movie stars that I've ever met. One of the most professional movie stars I've ever met. All right, very good. Let's talk about some of your October Sky co-stars. Uh, Chris Cooper, who played Homer's dad in the movie. Very classy, a man of few words. Natalie Canterday, who played Homer's mom. Um, a kick in the pants. <laughs> a kick in the pants, that's great. <laughs> and Natalie, by the way, has attended the uh, the festival, and I think that's an apt description. Um, yep. What about the kid that has done okay for himself who played your friend, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, genuine. Chris Ellis, who played Principal Turner, who also has attended the festival. <laughs> um, super funny? <laughs> super funny? I don't know. <laughs> He's also no, a kick that's in the great. I, He's also a kick in the I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Laura Dern. Uh, 
Miss Riley? Uh, extremely sweet. Extremely sweet. And Joe Johnston, the director. Very laid back. And finally, Homer Hickam. <laughs> Nothing but a class act. Class act all the way through. And such an honor to be able to be a part to tell his story. You know, I'm excited to see you, Homer. Well, I'll pay you when I see you next, Jan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, Ladies Joe and gentlemen, Johnson, you said you said uh, laid back. I would say intense. So that kind of tells you the different faces of Joe Johnston uh, behind the scenes when he wasn't directing the boys, and he was he was gentle with the boys, no question. He was extremely intense, and uh, and I caught some of that flack uh, more than once. And um, but uh, Joe and I've become very, very good friends over the years since we go. We've been out in Montana hunting dinosaur bones uh, over a number of years. So, uh, so he's uh, he's he's quite the fellow. Yeah, he is. and you'll have a chance, by the way, to see this movie. And Homer and Chad will both be at the movie screening at the Rocket Boys Festival, uh, and that will happen Friday night, September 30th. So be sure to come in early for that. And if you'd like more information on how to get tickets for the movie screening, the Authors Workshop, Writers Workshop, uh, any of the other free events that are happening on site, uh, and find out even how to light rockets and set them off with Homer and Chad Lindbergh, Roy Lee, Odell, everybody there at the Rocket Boys Festival in Beckley, West Virginia. It all happens the first weekend of October. Big day is Saturday, October 1st. Chad and Homer, thank you guys both for being on with us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure, Burke, and I look forward to seeing you in Beckley. We'll all be there for the Rocket Boys Festival. Find out more at rocketboysfestival.com. For Homer Hickam and Chad Lindbergh, I'm Burke Allen. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out and make it a great day.